And we are back. We are back. Welcome, no name, just gang family. This is your host, Dre LLC. And we are back with another, another amazing individual. We have another great episode with you. Uh, for you guys today, I have Milton Jones with me. He's in the financial space. He's in financial planning, the mortgage game, and the insurance space. So we're going to be talking about all of those things today. You start with, how are you doing today, boss man? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be here. Uh, just uh, broaden horizon, something new, something different. Uh, hope we're able to share some information that will be beneficial to people. On 100%, 100%. Well, boss man, we're definitely glad to have you. We definitely think you'll be able to provide a lot of information and a lot of um, clarity on the financial space for the audience. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. So we can start with how you got into the business. How did you get into the um, financial planning space? I got into space? the business uh, 18, uh, mm -hmm. right out of high school. Uh, basically, my father was already in the business. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I was a jock in high school, so during the course of picking and during the course of him picking me up from practice and so forth and all like that, I would sometimes go out with him on various appointments. After I graduated, it was a decision of what I was going to do, you know, as far as job is concerned. Uh, lo and behold, I went out with him one night because we were getting ready to go to dinner as a family afterwards, and I really intently listened that time. All the previous times I listened, but really not that intently. But I really didn't listen intently that time, and uh, turned around. He really provided a solution for the family. So afterward, we get in the car. I said, "You really helped them, whatever, and all like that." I said, "You know," I said, "This out of curiosity, um, how much money you make off doing something like this, or whatever?" Now I had just did the tour out at Bell Express a couple of days prior. Mm -hmm. And this is back in '87, mm -hmm. and you were making seven fifty an hour, plus overtime during peak season. Mm -hmm. So I'm always was good at math. And the lady said you can work twenty twenty five hours. Now to me, seven fifty an hour, twenty hours that's one hundred fifty dollars a week, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. Well, when I asked my dad that question when we was in the car, <clears throat> he said, "Oh, I probably clear about eleven hundred dollars." Now we had been in there about an hour and a half. I mean, it was going, go time for you. He, he was in there. I'm 18 years old. He said he's going to clear about $1,100 an hour and a half. Now, I know simple I know simple numbers, simple math. Yeah. 150 times four full weeks is only $600 at Bell Express. 100%. He didn't, he didn't make almost double that in an hour and a half work. So I just asked him, I was like, what do you got to do to get a license? 100%. And you <laughs> hit the ground running then. Yeah. Okay. So from there... What was the first, what, what was his answer to you? And then what uh, step did you take after that? Basically, he, sh he showed me the business, right? Showed me the things that I needed to do. Uh, you know, being a freshman in college, a lot of people still looked at my age. But he made a point of saying this. Know the, know the various products. Know the various investments. So that when people talk to you, right, they know that you know what you're talking about. They will look past your age and look at what you're saying. Okay. Okay. So from the time you had that conversation with your dad, how long did it take you to like get everything that you needed to actually be able to get started in that space? And what, what was the beginning took, of the journey took, like? From the insurance license, um, after we had that conversation in June, uh, I got my insurance license in August. Okay. I uh, got my investment license um, in, in January and February of the next year. Okay. So I was fully licensed uh, to do investments in insurance in 88. I got out of the business after my father passed. So I did. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I learned and remembered completely, he was got sick. And even while he was sick, he was able to make money. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I, was, I turned around and I had an episode uh, with physical health and I was off work, working a job, I couldn't make any money. Mm-hmm. So once I got everything squared away uh, on that aspect, I turned around and immediately went back to uh, renew my license and get back started after. 100%. So how long ago was this? I uh, started back in uh, 2009. 2009. 2009. Okay. So from 2009, what, 
what were what was your first customer like once you got back in the space? How long did it take you to get your first customer? About a week and a half. A week and a half? Yeah. Okay. Because see, you know, when you're dealing when you're talking to families about insurance, about protecting their families and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, you just have to make it personal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And make it impactful. Okay. If you because anybody's out there selling stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, our company is gonna have decent products, mm-hmm. right? For clients. Uh, every company is gonna have products. But it, it really boils down to how impactful that product is to that particular family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're basically, uh, and Willie will address this a little bit more, right? The type two types of insurance, but really there's only one type mm-hmm. because competitors will turn around and say, you need insurance from the time you're 24 to your time you're age 100, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they have a product designed for that. Mm-hmm. Well, at age 100, what would you really need insurance for at age 100 when all your kids are probably grown, your grandkids are grown, right? Mm-hmm. And you're closer to, you know, God calling you to be an angel mm-hmm. than anything. Why would you still need the same amount of coverage age 90, age 95 that you did at age 24? It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But a company will tell you you need insurance your whole life. 100%. We say you only need insurance when you need it the most, Yeah. right? So that's where we, and here's the funny part about it, Greg. Mm-hmm. The same representative that says you need to have insurance your whole life mm-hmm. passed the same test that I passed, and we said we only need insurance for a certain amount of time. Mm. Right? Yeah. We have to take the same exam with yeah. the state. Yeah. Right? 100%. But they will talk down about the product that we offer, mm-hmm. whereas compared to they I mean, offer a different product. Yeah. And here's the thing. They have the same product, yeah, but they refuse to offer it. They refuse to offer it. Okay, so I know you said you couldn't get into too many specifics, but um, with like, okay, so I'm I'm not really too familiar with the um life insurance game at all. So you know what I mean. You'll have to help me out a lot. But mm-hmm. um, with like, when you say products with whole life type policy would that be a product or is that just a type of insurance that's a type of insurance product okay. that they have okay let me give you an example you know you tell me dre does this sound in sound thing okay and some of your listeners will can attest to this they are say they're in a uh, they're working a job mm-hmm. and here we are right now in september what generally comes up in october and november on most jobs annual enrollment for what insurance. health insurance mm-hmm. correct right so every year you have to what re-enroll mm-hmm. for your health insurance. Mm-hmm. If you have a vehicle, a car, right? Mm-hmm. You get car insurance. Your car is going to be renewable what? Every six months or every year, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you turn back around, if you're in a home or if you're renting a pro- renting an apartment, right? You're going to have what? Renter's insurance mm-hmm. that's generally for a year. Or if you're in a home, you're going to have homeowner's insurance that's going to be the length of your mortgage, mm-hmm. right? But it can be, if you update and renew, you can put that on an annual cycle too. Well, life insurance, right, is sold that way also, right? All three of those things I just mentioned, health insurance, car insurance, homeowner's insurance, rent insurance, all of those are terms, Mm -hmm. term products. Mm -hmm. What's the health insurance? It's one year. What's Mm -hmm. the car insurance? Six months or a year, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the industry turns around and they say the primary product you should have is what you should have a whole life insurance Mm -hmm. right and then they made it attractive here and they say universal life or they say uh, index universal life and so forth all of those are different names of products but they're all based on the same premise of what whole life insurance whole life whereas term insurance is strictly that it's a term Mm -hmm. right term for a specific period of time we recommend term insurance because it's the purest form of insurance Mm-hmm. You're paying strictly for the protection. Just like at your health insurance. You're only paying for what? Health insurance. Mm-hmm. You're not paying for a savings, right? Right. Homeowners, what are they paying for? In case of a what? Death or fire or anything happens at their house. Mm-hmm. Car insurance, you're paying for what? In case you hit somebody or somebody hits you, you're paying for the protections. None of those products have a savings, right? Mm-hmm. So term insurance is strictly protection. And as our philosophy as a company is you should have savings separate from your insurance. 
Whereas in a traditional whole life setting or universal life setting, they say you should have those two things combined. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the reasons you and you guys' company, like, say that you should go, like, term over whole life? Like, what are some of the benefits that you see in term that you don't get with whole life? Okay, let me give you an example of a whole life. Now, tell me, would you, would you bank with this company? Okay. okay. If you gave me money and I promise you a savings mm-hmm. in the first three years, right? Mm-hmm. You look at your savings and you're sa- you gave me an extra $40 a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's $480 a year. You gave me an extra $480 a year. Well, if you multiply that by three, right? That's over $1,300. Right. Oh, right? $1,400 right. That, that you gave me that's supposed to be in a savings. But when you look in your savings in your policy, it shows zero. How would you feel? I would feel like that the money is not going to the savings that I've been giving the money for. Okay. But here's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. What if you turn around and you say, well, you applied that $40, right, mm-hmm. that you would have been paying at overage with the insurance company. You just put that in a mattress. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, $1,400. Yeah. Right? Right. You put that in a what? Money market account at the bank, right? You mm-hmm. got what? Fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen. Right. Right. You put that in a mutual fund investment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You could probably have fourteen hundred dollars plus whatever interest and capital gains that he has earned. So right? my question is: So what is the fourteen hundred dollars actually going to if it's not going towards the insurance policy? Well, there, there's there's a, every insurance product. There's a cost involved, yeah. right? Yeah. And the company has to pay the representatives, mm-hmm. right? But see, it's more or less designed in the policy. Yeah. See, regardless of what I say to you as a representative, mm-hmm. right, or any other representative, three things are definitely going to happen. Number one, at one point in time, we're not going to be on this earth anymore, right. right? Second thing, right, I can what? Retire or resign. So can he, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or third, if I do something wrong or he does something wrong, they could terminate our contract with that company. But now if a client has a policy with that representative or with me, what does that client have? That client has a contract with who? Not with me, not with him, but with that what? Company. Company. Right? Right. So whatever, regardless of what the agent says, the contract is what is valid. So they could turn around and say, well, my policy won't do that. But what does your contract say? Mm. Right? What does your contract say? We got now, now what you say is an agent. What does the policy say? Right? Yeah. And see, a lot of times people will come to me and say, well, uh, mine don't work that way. Mm-hmm. I say, have you read it? Right? That's mm-hmm. one of the things that, that hinders a lot of people. Right? They mm-hmm. turn around and what? Get their policies from their representatives. And nowadays it's emailed to them or mailed to them, you know, and so forth since COVID. Mm-hmm. They don't read it. They get it and what? 513, put it in the closet somewhere, right? 100%. And don't read it so they don't know the full extent of what they've bought. Right. So what we do is we try to educate people on all things concerning finance. Mm-hmm. You get a house, they're gonna the bank is gonna give you a finance your house for 30 years, right? Right. Great. Bank is willing to finance. Is the bank gonna show you how to pay it off early? No, they're not. Why? You're cutting into their money. You know, as a mortgage license rep, I'm going to show you how to pay that house off early in addition to helping you finance it. Mm-hmm. Saving whose money? Saving you money. Okay. Right? So let's get into that, boss man. Mm-hmm. How, how? Tell me a little bit about that. How are you doing it? Well, most people get paid what? Every two weeks, right? Right. So they finance a house for 30 years, mm-hmm. right? So you go in. You provide all your documentation to get a house, right? Right. So the mentality for a lot of people is what? I'm going to get a house. I'm going to get a 30-year mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that I'm going to pay what? This amount of money each month for 30 years. Let's give you an example. A $200,000 house. Let's say regardless of interest rates and so forth and all like that, I'm going to give numbers simple, right? Mm-hmm. Say the note is $1,500. Mm-hmm. 15 times 12 is what? 18000 right? Right. 18,000 times three, right? 18 times three is what? 54, right? Right. So now I still got to add what? So that's three 
30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's $540,000 they will pay on a $200,000 house mm. over the what? 30 year span. Yeah. And that's paying what? One note month to month to month. Now, how do I come in and I say, hey, listen, you ain't got to do that. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. You can pay what? Every two weeks. Yeah. So instead of paying $1,500 once a month, pay $750 every two weeks. You say, well, what effect does that have? That means that roughly about 54 payments can be wiped out of the note. What is 54 payments? Four years and six months. So we just took a 30-year mortgage and made it what? 25 and a half years. And did we change that'll anything? That'll be... No, nah, they didn't change anything. That's the same fifteen hundred. So people can take. No, it's not the same fifteen hundred. Not the same fifteen hundred. Because if I did fifteen hundred a month, okay, I paid what eighteen thousand. Right. But if I do seven fifty every two weeks, I paid nineteen thousand five hundred. Nineteen thousand five hundred in the okay. same year. In the same year, but it's roughly around the same. Like you said, it's still with. Almost, it would feel like the same. I guess it's it would what, feel the same, hundred percent, because it's seven fifty instead of fifteen hundred one time. And you saying just paying it like that, you can take that many four and a half years off of your mortgage. Four and a half years off the mortgage. Oh wow! And what did we? So, what, what? 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 But here's the tradition, right? The tradition says you need a thirty year mortgage, right? So, so we just did. We just said what? Same money. Yeah. Different options. Hundred percent. So, how did you find out about that? How did you find out you could do that? You learn. We, we, we there, there. We have what classes where we pick up information, okay. right? We have instructors that teach, mm-hmm. right? We have finance people that what discuss things. Yeah. See, the thing about it, most people can do a whole lot better financially, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the problem: it's in a book. It's in a book. You got to go read it. Got to go read it. You got to go, got to know where to go to get it. Okay. Right. And 100%. if you know what, go, go get a book and read it. Mm-hmm. Or you don't have someone to show you about it. Mm-hmm. How do you figure it out? You don't. You don't. You go by life going what? Doing the same thing that you probably were told. Mm-hmm. Right. hundred percent. So if our audience, if some of the people listening want to be one of those people who different, one of the people who willing to go give it, what willing, one of the people willing to go get the information from the book, what would be one book you recommend? There's a new site, website, okay, that we, our company developed. Okay. Right? TheRealHowMoneyWorks.com. TheRealHowMoneyWorks.com. Okay. Right? We're going to have that link in the description for you guys. Right. And tell us a little bit about this site. How does this basically, site work? Basically, it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a digital book, okay. easy read, about 30-some pages. Okay. And in that book, we talk about what? Paying yourself first mm-hmm. from an investment standpoint. Mm-hmm. Knowing the rights rights and wrongs about life insurance, right? Right. How to be an owner and not a loner, right? Mm. The difference, how to diversify your money, right? How to take control now. So we do basic information, mm-hmm. right, that we mm-hmm. provide in a, in a book format. We have some videos and so forth and all to go with 100%. How much is this book on you guys' website? Oh, F-R-E-E. 100% free. <laughs> all right, you guys need to go ahead and get... Like I said, go click the link right now if you have to. If this is the only time you got, definitely go check that information out because I know it's definitely, definitely very valuable stuff on there. I'm going to check it out after this episode so y'all won't be the only ones. Right. And so you said there are not only the book information there, you said it's also video resources as well? video information there, right? 100%. That goes into a little bit about some of the things, whatever mm-hmm. and I like. See, uh, a prime example, the time value of money, mm-hmm. right? See, a lot of people think that you got to have a lot of money in -hmm. order to accumulate, Mm -hmm. right? You got to have time in the market, right? Mm. You can't time the market. You can have time in the market. So let me ask you a simple question, Andre. If I was to say to you that three out of of 86, past 86 years, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's longer than you and I both have been living on this earth, right? And you said three out of the last 86. Well, no, no. If okay. I would say three out of four, or they say the past 86 years. Okay. If I was to turn around and say to you, right, 65 of those years, mm-hmm. you made money. Mm-hmm. Would you say that was a good percentage of time you made money? 65 out of 86. 
I would say so. Right, right. Now here's the problem, mm-hmm. right? Most people that look at that inf- that information I just gave you right there don't realize that's the S and P five hundred. Mm. That's five hundred of the largest companies in what United States of America. So that means if you were investing in the S and P five hundred over the last eighty six years, right? You would have made money 65 of those years. So I lost money, 21, right? But here's the problem. We went through just here recently, what, a semi-recession, mm-hmm. right? And inflation increase. Did payrolls increase? They did not. Right? But now the cost of living increased. It did. 9%, 8%. It did. How much did most Americans' payroll checks go up? One. Two, sometimes zero. 100%. Right? So 100%. they were paying, they end up having to pay more for the same things that they were paying for prior to. Beforehand. Right. Right. So what we show people, right? Mm-hmm. We show people from an investment standpoint of taking advantage of time and consistency, mm-hmm. getting a good rate of return on your investment, right? Right. And understanding this rule, what we call the rule of 72. And the rule of 72 basically says this. If you take the interest rate that you have and divide that by the number 72, that's going to give you a rough idea of how long it takes your money to double. Now, Dre, you might think that, well, I'm lying to you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But there's an app called Financial Calculator. Financial, and financial Calculator. Financial Calculator, they got a, one of the apps is Compound Interest. Mm-hmm. If you say, well, Dre, $1,000. Right, mm-hmm. one thousand dollars. You turn back around and what? Put that in. How many months are in a year? Twelve. 12 right. So twelve times seven is what eighty four. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what eight hundred and forty months. If you come right back and put what two more years on it, so another what twenty four months on top of the eight forty. Right. Mm-hmm. You're eight hundred and sixty four months. At one percent, that one thousand would just be two thousand dollars. Mm. Now, how many years? 84 years. But here's what happens. If you don't know any better, right, you go, what? I want my money in the bank where I can, what, see it mm-hmm. because I feel secure because the bank is a building. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm putting it in stocks, unless I got a stock certificate, I can't see my money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is a lot of people, what? They go by what they can see, mm-hmm. right? 100%. And what happens? They fail. Most people don't plan to fail, right? Right? They mm-hmm. plan on doing well, mm-hmm. right? But the problem is you don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to be successful? How are you going to be successful? We just watched the, you know, not the, this is just, this is just an analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Some, many, many of your listeners probably watched Deion Sanders this past week, right? Mm-hmm. Win a football game that what? Nobody what? Thought that they would probably win. 100%. It wasn't because what? The players didn't know what to play for TCU. They knew how to play. They knew how to tackle, right? Deion Sanders players knew how to what? They knew how to run. They knew how to block. They knew how to tackle also, right? Mm-hmm. But what? There was what? Something within, right? They had a little bit extra, right? Mm-hmm. And see, the problem with some of us, our young people, right? And mm-hmm. our old, if if you're not being taught, if you're not being led, how can you do better? Hundred percent. See, most of that in our community, there are not many stockbrokers. Yeah, there are not many what financial advisors, 100%. right? 100%. How many people do you know? If you're listening, turn around, growing up. When little Johnny is seven or eight years old, they ask him what he want to be. Oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a teacher. I want to be there and do this, that, and other. Very seldom you hear him say, I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Right? 100%. 100%. So how do we help get that message to people faster? How do we help get that message to the people who need it, brother? But even when you have a great message, mm-hmm. right? We live in America. Mm-hmm. Right? And in America, what? Some people have the right to what? Choose what they want to listen to. Mm -hmm. Right? So basically, we do our best, 
you know, we're a company that does high. We, we knew how we use technology through Zoom and all the other mediums, right? Mm-hmm. We do the social media deal, right? Mm-hmm. But more importantly, what? I we don't advertise as a company. Yeah. So our best advertisement is word of mouth. Yeah. One healthy client, right? Mm-hmm. That what may refer us to others. Yeah. And we hire people that might may want to do something part-time because what? In America nowadays, mostly everybody does something else. Hundred percent. You know, part time. Hundred percent. You can get a license, a professional license to work here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh starting out in insurance, adding investments, adding mortgages, and so forth, and be able to what? You're trying to help people, right? Better themselves financially. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I wanna um kind of switch the gears back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you said one of the things on their website that the book covers is diversifying. Diversify your portfolio. Diversify your income. Diversifying your portfolio, diversifying your income. 100%. So what are some of the ways you guys help people to do that or teach on that um, Through, website? See, um, when I talk to clients uh, about financial planning. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, first, my bad, not to cut you off because I know you're going to have a great answer to that question why first tell people why they should diversify because you just told us that three out of the last four years, the S and P itself made money. So for somebody who only has a thousand dollars or whatever number we can put in that blank, $10,000, why should they diversify and invest in multiple things instead of just doubling down as much as they can, tripling down on their S and P? Well, I'm going to ask you a question. You ever been on the elevator? I have been on the elevator. Okay, so imagine with me, you mm-hmm. get on the elevator, mm-hmm. and you happen to look up, right? Right. And you look up at the elevator, and you can see the wires. Mm-hmm. And you're on the elevator, and lo and behold, there's only one wire holding you up, right? Right. How would you feel? I'd be a little worried about you, that. You'd be, be a little worried about that, right? I'd be a little, be a little worried about that. 100%, 100%. Okay. So, but let's say that wire is... Apple computer. Yeah. That one wire is Apple computer. Yeah. What's, what's happened with Apple? Apple stock has gone what? Down. Up and down. Uh-huh. Right? Up and down. Up and down. So you you might be on there. You might be okay, but you're going to be a little rocky because what? Yeah, 100%. Right? You're looking up and you're seeing, okay, I'm going to go up and down. Okay. Right? But now let's say the same thing happens. You turn around and you got another elevator. Mm-hmm. You having to look up and you can see the wires in there, but you've been held up about like about a hundred wires, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And Apple happens to be one of those companies, mm-hmm. right? But also, so is Bank of America, mm-hmm. so is Wells Fargo, 100%. so is General Electric. Okay. Right. So now, if Apple goes down, that doesn't necessarily Bank of America is gonna go down. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean General Electric gonna go down. Hundred percent. Right? You got more security, yeah, more so chances diver- to succeed. So you diversify that portfolio. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you answered that for me, boss man. That was a great answer. I just wanted to understand, get a better clarity on this. So back to the uh, first question: How are some of the ways you guys teach people to diversify? We do. We do meetings mm-hmm. uh, as one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invite people to uh, our office, mm-hmm. uh, our offices, or we do Zoom meetings where we do one-on-ones or mm-hmm. just small group meetings. I personally do, uh, you know, I do webinars with small business owners mm-hmm. uh, where we're talking to people about you know setting retirement plans up. Hundred percent. Or the general uh, use the general mediums. Uh, you know, training we do trainings through conventions mm-hmm. and various meetings and aspects and so forth. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of the things that we learn, right, yeah. it's through word of mouth, right? Mm-hmm. We have people that are successful, you know, that's in the business. Mm-hmm. They're more or less a design than what they're successful. Yeah. So they don't have the crap theory. I, I ain't got mine, so I ain't going to get back. No. Yeah. We got, they, they're successful and they're willing to share how they obtain their success. 100%. So with diversification, is it, would you say it's like a general plan that most people can follow to diversify their portfolio? Do you think it's a specific per case basis? Well, what to diversify? Like if into? I was talking to you and I was talking to your mom, I would not talk to you both about the same thing. Okay. I would talk to you about concepts mm-hmm. that are the same. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to particular investments, I would not talk to you because what? She's much more older than you. 
Mm-hmm. She's closer to retirement, mm-hmm. right? You're a long way away. So why should I talk to you the same thing? Here's mm-hmm. a problem that I think happens in our society mm-hmm. before 1Ks, mm-hmm. right? So Johnny works at, a- at ABC Company. Mm-hmm. He's 29 years old, right? He talks to Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. Floyd's been there 25 years. He's 40, he's 50 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Johnny's 29, Floyd's 50, right? Mm-hmm. Johnny asked Floyd, uh, I was thinking about getting into the 401k. What do you think, right? Mm-hmm. If Johnny turns around and says, yeah, you know, you should do it. Uh, I, I invest in conservative stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What if, if Floyd doesn't research mm-hmm. or Floyd doesn't have anybody to show him, what's Floyd going to probably do? Invest in conservative things. Now they thirty, they what they twenty one years old in difference mm-hmm. in age. They shouldn't be investing in necessarily the same thing. Hundred percent. So you need an advisor, right? Mm-hmm. That's knowledgeable, that can what help you with your planning, right? 100%. A lot of the advertisement that you see on TV, uh, a couple companies they say uh, we do better when you do better, right? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a common saying, right? That's a common thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But did you hear the last part of that statement when they say that? You got to have a half million dollars to invest with them. Mm. Right? But see, they don't, and they say that part very low. 100%. They skip over <laughs> that real, real quick and fast. Right. So that's a select group of people, right? Mm. In our business, in our company, we deal with middle income people. So okay. if you can go open a bank account at a, at a, any bank for $100, a savings account, mm-hmm. right? You can open up an investment account with our company for that same hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. And okay. So I know you said you guys can't, you can't talk specific specifics, mm-hmm. but what are some of the concepts that you would give to somebody my age versus somebody my mom's age? I would talk to both of you about the rule of 72 and how okay. it applies to you. All okay. right. So again, I said the rule of 72. So something earning 1%. Divides by 72 means every 72 years it doubles, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I will show you talking about things that's going to be growth-oriented, right? Right. Growth-oriented means that there's a potential for a higher gain. Right. Whereas your mom may be closer to retirement. She's not necessarily so much worried about growth. She want to make sure she don't lose no money. Right. Right? So I would look more or less talk to her about what? Some income opportunities. Right, 100%. that's going to provide her with a decent rate of return. Now, for someone in between you guys' ages, mm-hmm. that's someone that can be what geared a little bit toward growth, and also geared a little bit toward income. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, mutual funds have been around since you know the early 1900s, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're not new. Mm-hmm. The problem is people turn tend to what only think about those what when they're at their job, right? Right. But now, again, you can turn around and invest. You know, you can go to a Merrill Lynch. You can go to a Morgan Stanley or whatever and all like that and work with them. But they're, they're willing to work with you if you have a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Right? I've worked at Morgan Stanley before. 100%. So I know they only want, they, they, there's a particular client that they're looking for. Yeah. They're not looking for the client to say, oh, I got $100. I want to invest. I want to start out investing. 100%. Right? To them, that's a waste of their time. Hundred percent. So, what are some of the things that you guys do to help that person who does only have a hundred dollars to get started and invest in? We said we show we show them a, an array of funds, mm-hmm. right? We understand. We basically ask questions to get their risk tolerance, what they can afford the risk, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's a process of which where we continue to work with them to improve. Now, with a hundred dollars, you're not going to get rich. Yeah. Right. Right. You know that you just it, that's not going to happen. 100%. But if you do consistency, mm-hmm. again, time and consistency, all of that's in that book, right? Mm-hmm. How how real how money works, right? If you look at those principles and those concepts, mm-hmm. and you're getting a good rate of return, you know you can get wealthy. You put put it like this: most people will twenty five year old, right? Mm-hmm. He would go out and buy a pair of Jordans. What do you think? Hundred percent, right? Now, now. He go out and buy a pair of Jordans, costing two hundred dollars. What if he did that? If he bought every, if Jordan came out with a new pair every month, and he bought a new pair every month, right? Mm-hmm. It would be all right. 
But what if he just turned around and did that $200 that he paid for those Jordans and just continued to apply $200 with those? He had a 9% gain. He got well over half a million dollars by the time he turned 65. Mm. But now, here's the problem. Same hold 200. On. Oh, hold on. I'll turn back around and I said, I'm 26. I got time. I ain't got to worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. They wait one year. 200 times 12 is what? 2,400. Mm-hmm. They lose $83,000 waiting at one year. Mm. What if so they wait five years? You said this. How long it take them to lose that? They will. They will. If they what from twenty five to sixty five, mm-hmm. two hundred a month, right? Getting mm-hmm. a nine percent rate of return mm-hmm. would grow to what six hundred thousand, almost seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But here's the thing: if they turn around and say, "Well, I started twenty six, mm-hmm. not twenty five, yeah, twenty four hundred dollars, right?" They lose eighty three thousand. So waiting one year is costing some people $83,000. Let me ask you this, Dre. What do you think is really important? Having a collection of shoes or having cash? I would say having cash. But in our society, a lot of people think having a collection of shoes is more important. That's a literacy problem. That's a thought process problem. 100%. So... What are some of the other, because that's, that's something very small. Like you said, most people are putting $200 into their sneaker collection every month if they're not doing something crazy with the 200 mm-hmm. So what are some of the other, so that's not really a huge thing to do for a lot of people. What are some of the other small changes you think people could make that have a huge impact on their finances? How many challenges can you watch on TV? One. One. Why have... 500. Oh, you're not gonna watch all of them. Oh, we. You, so you telling people to cut the you telling people to cut the TV off right now. I'm be honest. You might not be their favorite person right now. But, well, I, I, hey, well, okay, I, yeah. I got. Oh, I understand. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's not a popularity right. contest. We trying to help people here. Right, right. So my question would be: Would you say that is more so to help people get focused and they focus not all over the place looking channel surfing, or would you say this because one channel costs a lot less than five hundred? Well, I'll give you an example. Okay, okay you got five. You got five hundred channels, mm-hmm. right? What if you cut back to three to three fifty, mm-hmm. right? And that saves you forty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, forty dollars a month. I'm finna hit. The, I'm finna say something. The ladies may not like, right? Okay. You go get your nails done every two weeks. What if you go every once every three weeks, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, that means over what a six week span, you've been got your nails done twice mm-hmm. instead of three times, mm-hmm. right? Well, that might mean $60, 70 $80 that you could save during that one time. Mm-hmm. Now, just those two little simple things, simple changes, mm-hmm. right? That was a, well over 100 bucks. you say. Mm. Just right? like that. But see, here's the thing. It's got to be a priority, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. saving money is not sexy. Mm-hmm. Saving, buying insurance, saving money on insurance is not sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Right, those things. See, a lot of people will have better lives financially, right? Mm-hmm. If they just turn around and pull back on some things, right? Mm-hmm. And say, well, let me reprioritize, right? Mm-hmm. See, it's it's great to go out to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, my, my, my fiance and now we make a date night, we go out sometimes and eat, you know, sometimes we do just a movie deal or whatever and all like that. But if everybody remembers back during the COVID time, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was what? A lot more, a lot more people were cooking food at home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And in the process, after what everything started opening back up, we started going back to doing things the way we were normally doing before, mm-hmm. right? Well, the problem is, there were times when that could have been saving money. There were some individuals back during the COVID that were actually making more money that the government was paying them than what they was actually making if they were working. 100%. 100%. Now, wouldn't that have been a good time to what? Save? 100%. No. What did Walmart do? Walmart put all those big screen TVs up front. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Because what? They say, oh, y'all getting all this extra money? Let's put some things out where y'all can look to buy. And what happened? There are people people that will tell me, 
I don't have any money to invest. Right? Mm-hmm. But they go to the casino, spend money. They go here, here, there, mm-hmm. do whatever. They live their life. Right? 100%. But see, here's the problem in our society also. We should say you should have insurance mm-hmm. to protect your family because mm-hmm. what? You're, you are a product of your mother and father. Mm-hmm. Right? It is not my responsibility to what? To take care of you. Right? You know? Mm-hmm. And to take care of your mom if your dad didn't provide. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, in our society now, what do we say? GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why do we have a GoFundMe case? Right? Where somebody turns around and pass, right? Mm-hmm. We got to have the crowd to come in to do mm-hmm. a GoFundMe on it. But if I turn around and I come to and I say, we can do a GoFundMe type program to invest for, for Susie's college education fund. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you, you right on the point that I really, really want to talk about that. I want to ask. So we've talked about that. They can not even have to go out and make more money. If they just use their money, prioritize their money and spend it a little different, they could have enough money to invest and do the things that they need to do, whether it's saving or gaining extra income and finances. Would you say the reason that most people aren't, would you say the bigger problem is lack of education of insurance? Like you said, I know I want the only person that you just showed you can save $100 or $200 and a year can cost them 83000 on it. So do you think it's a lack of understanding about that? Or do you think it's a, like, I would just rather go out and have fun with the money problem? Number one, lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of it's not taught to us. Mm-hmm. Right? See, I grew up in a household where my father was an entrepreneur. We used to only stop and rob. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? But... I was sold and learned about the stock market even before he got involved in this business because he had a stockbroker, right? So I can remember my dad made forty-two grand in three days mm. in the stock market. And this is back before. How old were you at this time? I was like fifteen years old. Oh, I know there was a huge perspective shift for you. Right. What What was some of the first thoughts you heard when you did that well, change? When, like what you wanted to do going forward. There was this movie out that uh-huh. came out, uh-huh. Michael Douglas, okay. Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. Wall Street. Yeah. So my, if you if you go back and look at my my goal coming out of high school was to be a what investment banker, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I learned about learned the little things about stocks and so forth and all like that from him. But I currently right now when I'm talking to clients, I ask sometimes I will ask clients. I was like, tell me what station in ESPN. They run it right off right there. 206 on direct TV, right? 25 on, on Xfinity, or I mean 23 on Xfinity, or 855 on Xfinity. I come right back. I said, tell me what's the station the stock market is. Crickets. Right. <laughs> Cricket. Why? Crickets. I'm like, but but here's the funny thing, Dre. They wearing Nike shoes. Oui. Right? They riding around in a what? Tesla. Right? right, they own Facebook, mm-hmm. right? So they no, they got all the stuff. Yeah. So you know you get, they're going to Walmart. If you're going to Walmart, why not own Walmart stuff? Mm-hmm. So they got the stuff on their feet. They driving it. They not investing in it. How are you gonna get better? Mm. I mm. can spend it at the store. Right. But if you spend it at the store, you can also. Add to your what? Well, Portfolio. by spending it, by spending it at the store because it's adding to the profits. So you're recouping back what some of the money that you spent by owning the stock. Oh, this heavy, this heavy. You just taught the average person how they can get in on the money that Walmart making. Yeah. So it's a lot of things that people do mm-hmm. that basically all we talk to people about is same product mm-hmm. different options same what same situation mm-hmm. better solution 
100%. And and here's the thing. Even after I've shown them a better alternative, mm-hmm. they still say no. And some of them are polite and say no thank you. Right? <laughs> right? But here's the thing I have to look at. This is America. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity, what? To what? Everybody wants to come here, right? Because of the American dream. Mm-hmm. So basically, all we have to do is what? Be given the opportunity, show it. If they willing to accept it, that constitutes what? Us helping you financially. If they're not, okay, fine. You know, it's just like when you are in school. Sometimes teachers have said, he won't get it. She can't get it. Blah, blah, this and another. And all of a sudden, the light comes on and they get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It takes what? It takes time. It might it might not be me. It might be somebody else. It might be what? Boom. Something happens in their life, right? Mm-hmm. That turns the light bulb on and maybe I need to make some what? Changes. All we say is we as a company, we want to try to op- have an opportunity to provide you with some solutions. 100%. 100%. Okay, so in your uh, day-to-day in your business, when you're helping people with financial planning, is it more helping people with insurance or are you more more so going over things uh, cons- around? Uh, it, bro- I, I, we, I talk more about a total plan. Okay. So if they're, uh, if they're I come in, I ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm asking, uh, do you have any type of what are what are your needs? What are your goals? Mm-hmm. Right. So what are your goals financially? OK, if something was to happen to you right now. Right. Do you have an, uh, 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 things in place to take make sure those things happen? Right. Mm-hmm. Because accidents happen. You know, people die prematurely. Mm-hmm. Right. No one knows their date of death date. Right. Mm-hmm. But so we ask those questions. But now. Here's another thing. What happens if you die too soon? Well, we need to look at some protection plans and so forth and all like that for that. But what happens if you live too long? We need to look at some investment options in case you live too long. Because, you know, when I get older, if I want to go flying, I can't take my insurance policy to the airport Mm -hmm. to get a ticket. I got to take some cash. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. And we provide those types of solutions. If you live too long, Right, we want to have you what plenty of cash. If you die too soon, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and this is, it happens in our society a lot now. You know, anytime you turn on the news, somebody got shot, somebody got killed, mm-hmm. right? But then what? You know, gone too soon. Mm-hmm. But did they really have themselves protected, particularly in the, that that twenty five to forty age group mm-hmm. that's got small kids? Mm-hmm. You know, ask yourself this question, right? Mm-hmm. You have a five-year-old child. What is that five-year-old expecting from you for the next 18 years? Your love. Your support. Buying them clothes. Mm-hmm. Right? Providing them with a roof over their head. Taking them to events and trips and so forth and all like that. Mm-hmm. That's what that five-year-old right now is expecting over just the next 18 years. Being able to go to college. If they, if they choose to, or trade school or whatever. Well, what is your income providing? Your income is providing all that. 100%. But what if you pass too soon? You pass at five. They, at, at their child age of five. What have they missed out on? They missed out on 40000 a year for the next 18 years. Mm-hmm. But you turn around and you say, oh, well, I got $10,000. I got $20,000 of insurance coverage. You just put all, you just put enough in there to put your, put a hole in the ground. That's all you did. Now that baby has to depend on who, a grandma, a grandfather, right? Someone else to help. You know, one thing I tell guys when I'm talking to guys: if you don't want your lady to go around and all of a sudden rush to get married, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure you got enough coverage on you and the family, right? She ain't got to rush to go get married. Am I right? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Right? Yeah, huh? deep. But on. see, but but see, the problem is, I don't. You know, we we have we have some people have a <clears throat> selfish mindset. I don't right. want to leave somebody. Not, right? We got to get over that. Hundred percent. Right? We're gonna we're gonna leave here regardless. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the legacy that you want? Because in our, I read in the good book, I'm supposed to buy a legacy for my children's. Children, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, what, what 
what are some of the um, things you tell people, you would tell somebody if they in their mindset of, well, I got it by myself, so my kids and generations after me should be able to get it by themselves too. Some of the things you tell people are stuck in their mindset. They, they stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stay stuck. Because 100%. what? Life is going to what? Go on. 100%. Right? And here's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's like someone says to me, well, I don't want to invest in any type of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I want a guarantee. Okay. Okay. You want a guarantee? You're guaranteed at the bank 1%. <laughs> Great. Right? Right. You know, if, if, if you don't, if you're not willing to try to do better, if you're not willing to get better, to help someone else get better, mm-hmm. nothing I can do to change that mindset. 100%. 100%. Wow, this this episode has been very valuable, boss man. I've learned so much, learned so much about your space. So, what um, give the people your information. Tell them where they can find you, boss man. I am a Milton Jones, financial advisor with Prime Alpha. Mm-hmm. Right, I deal with investments, insurance, and mortgages. My office is in Memphis at twenty five hundred Mount Moriah, uh, Suite H two thirty. I can be reached by my cell phone, 901-949-2203, right? I welcome the opportunity to assist and help in any way I can, right? You know, I am a no-pressure salesperson. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to what? Be up front with you, tell you the facts, show you what I got. If it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, we can part as friends, right, and go about our separate way. Because here's the thing, right? You will always learn something if you mm-hmm. sit down and listen mm-hmm. to me. If you choose not to sit down and listen, okay, fine. 100%. 100%. So before we get out of here, leave, leave the people with a word of wisdom. What's some advice you give to people who thinking about it? they like, okay, I learned a lot about the financial space. I, I, I think I should make some changes. I think maybe I should do something a little different. I think I could make a change here or there. What would be some words you would give those people I'm, I'm, to I'm push them over the edge and get them started? Thing, right? 100%. Give it to us. We're ready. When you were born, mm-hmm. right? When you got a little older, who did they say you look like? Mom and dad. You look like you're born. Here, so here's my... You were born looking like your parents. But when you die, you look like your decisions. Mm. That's a great way to end it. That's a great way to end it, you guys. There has been another episode with the No Name Just Game podcast. I know you guys learned a lot. You've been here the whole episode because I learned a lot. This was very informative. You guys definitely vote with your likes. Vote with your subscribe. Vote with your comments. You guys would like to have a part two. We would definitely like to have Mr. Milton back. So if you guys would like to have him back, like And this has been another episode of the No Name Just Game podcast. We'll see you on the next one.